Welcome to Casual Quest Masters, a casual master quest podcast. In this podcast, we'll follow the adventures of a group of characters who simply want to find their way in this world, but a more sinister plot is evolving around them. How will they fare? Let's find out today on Casual Master Quest. Get your dice ready because we're back for another session of Casual Quest Masters. Welcome to our own Faerun, everybody. Faerun. Representing Neverwinter is Nikhil Chudamela. And Tyler Vitito is Knox. Oh man, that's right. Uh, I was prepared for you to go first. Ha! <laughs> ha! Oh shit. Uh. Uh. Drow boss for a hire, but then set shit on fire. Uh. I, I, I didn't think of a pun. That was good. I did blow a guy's head off, though, so it, it works out. Uh, and and you. yours truly, Brandon Thresher. I play Magdor Bandiron, who's clothes are a little dirty, so he's looking for some arm and hammer. That <laughs> 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 got, got me the chuckle. Uh, <laughs> All right. That was good. And last but certainly not least, the all-powerful god of gods, Glenn Houston. Hello. That's our god of gods, people. Welcome right. to Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> oh, shit. Here we go. Uh, how you guys doing? Me, doing pretty good. Uh, just the way you did that reminds me of, uh, have you seen the uh, popular anime called Dragon Ball Super? Um. Yes. I have. There's the the god of the universe, that little tiny squirt thing that can just obliterate Aye, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's what you fun. don't like, and you scare the shit out of me. I'm like, oh, oh, pretty explosions. Can you imagine if that's Osmodius right there? Oh, Glenn's giving oh, me a right. look. Just this terrifying looking devil, but he has that voice. <laughs> Mr. Osmodius. How you guys doing? Come here, Chris. Bot to the death, please. uh, I'd like to run this by you real quick, Glenn. Mm. So I did the intro here, so Tyler's got to do the recap, right? I mean, I think we still roll for that. Tyler does the intro normally, so. I gotta say, I do the recap every... Oh, not the recap. Uh, Do we want higher or lower? Uh, Bapperson rules, my man. Uh, Whoever gets the higher wins... Uh, wins uh, loosely is a term, but you still win. Whoever gets uh, the higher gets to do it. Why don't you get the pick? Uh, if you get a one, then you have to do it. <clears throat> All right. And the twenty does uh, extend over to Glenn if he uh if the D twenty rules it, but he can also. Ah shit! I feel like Ty goes to the <laughs> runner. <laughs> <laughs> what a load of crack! Uh, so. Brandon, what did you roll? I rolled a 15. And I rolled a d20, and I got a 20. So, speak of the devil. Uh, Glenn, you look great today, first off. I, oh, great. I, please, don't, please don't kill me for this. Could you do the intro? Cause <laughs> I... <laughs> yeah, I can do it. <laughs> okay, cool. cool. Do, do you have our link? I mean, yeah. I've got my own recap. Oh, oh, oh ooh, we get the DM recap. I, I write Let basic recaps. Let me just recaps. delete mine then so I can type the spark notes of yours. Last week on Ready to Roll, Nick didn't show up, so we didn't play. We did oh, League of Legends. <laughs> Damn. No, no, um, no Nick uh, wasn't there, but I do have 
I have, I have, I write recaps to make sure I remind myself of everything you've done. It won't be as detailed as yours because you guys do a much better job of remembering everything that you did. Um, I just see things in a, a larger picture than you do. Um, just okay. kind of blanks out and lets us do our own thing. Yep. Yep. Uh, okay. Last time on Ready to Roll, the guys fought off some pirates in the forest. Who were in the forest for some reason and not on the pirates. <laughs> they were wearing a lot of seafaring clothes, so I thought it was obvious, but apparently Yarns. and a hook. <laughs> and a hook. Then, eventually, after a very difficult and long prolonged fight where several of them went down and felt like charbroil burgers more than human beings afterwards. <laughs> that was you. <laughs> that was you, Knox. Um found their that's you, not. Here's looking at you, kid. Uh, found their way into Luskin, where they got a room at the Seven Sails Inn. A really, really fancy place where they paid most of their money to stay. <laughs> then they went to sleep. It was a lovely night. Magdor fell asleep near the fire on the hearth. Bowl on the couch, giving up the larger king-size four-poster bed to his beat-up companion, Knox. And that's where we pick sure, it up, right? Yeah, uh, th that's probably the version that you want us to do, but we go in, like, gory detail on every single thing. And mm -hmm. you're like, huh, I could have done the 45 second. Or the three-minute version where we pause between each bullet <laughs> point to breathe. Hmm... <laughs> I'd also like to point yeah. out that you called us ready to roll twice now. Did I yeah. really? <laughs> In both your intro oh, starts. That's my brain just connecting things that I love right, together. Glenn, I got homework for you. It's a, what is it called? The it's called the Freudian yeah. slip. Yeah. Yes. You know, I think of you guys like ready, to, ready roll to roll now. Neo. Uh, ready to roll. <laughs> We're that one Yu-Gi-Oh season that nobody likes, but we try to be hip. Uh, it's time to Oh my gosh, this is the holiday edition of of Casual Press Racers, isn't it? Don't think you could slip that by me, Glenn. What's that? Slip what by you? I said, uh, 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 holiday edition of almost. Are you ready uh, to uh, uh, really enjoy play casual yeah, Questmasters? Ca <laughs> <laughs> uh, Are you ready to roll dice with casual Questmasters? It's, it's like when you shout out your ex's name in sex, and it, it, it really goes to show. You know, I can't say I've ever done that. <laughs> I can't either. <laughs> uh, oh, Ty! Who? Oh, I, I was shouting. Oh, shit. Yeah. We're going back to this high school. This is your school. life of pie here, buddy. Sorry. That's your tiger in a boat, man. That's my <laughs> let's keep moving because this is awkward. Uh moving, moving, right. moving. So Magdor's gonna be asleep because he doesn't have his usual oh, yeah. clock. Yeah, you got some time. I mean you know that this town is interesting and you have a lot to explore and uh, you got to try and find Sipsian, but nothing specific that's going to wake you up. Whew. 
I think out of instinct, uh, Knox would probably wake up at whatever is like eight minutes, or sorry, eight hours and two minutes into his rest, he would raise up, uh, just like, oh, uh, just because they know uh, the moment they get up, Vol's going to be uh, ready to go as soon as they get their rest. Let's get some food and then go. Uh, so I, I kind of raise <laughs> up, hair still on fringe, and I look around and I'm going to look over at where Vol is on the couch. Yeah, he is, uh, his blanket has been thrown over the side as if he's gotten up already. Um, you know that he sleeps in his basic armor. He doesn't keep, like, his weapon will be next to him, but he doesn't, like, sleep with every bit of weaponry all attached to him. And weirdly enough, it's all still there, but he is not, including his bag. Like, his bag is there. Um, his sword, specifically the nice short sword that he kind of like holds on to because it's familial for him, um, is not there. But the rest of his weaponry and gear is all there. I And you do see Magdor and you pan over laying on the hearth. I blink twice. Yeah, he's yeah, you're not you're not seeing things. Absolutely not. Uh I blink a third time. I'll, I'll blink over at Magdor and see if I can't blink him awake. And uh, I'm guess, do I blink him awake? <laughs> What's? Oh no, yeah, he doesn't have passive perception because <laughs> he's not. A, he doesn't have trance. I feel like he like a passive yeah. perception of no. thirty. Just like I'm gonna roll a dice see if you blink me awake. I, I uh, butterfly kiss him yeah. on the cheeks. Yeah, you blink me awake. I just kind of, but it's not because of the blinking. You just. <clears> I say if not, I can cast message. Uh, there you go. Yeah, you can. I feel, you I feel like someone's blinking at me. You just hear in your head, <laughs> blank, blank, blank. What? What? what you, blank. It's too early for this. What do you want? Blink. I can say blink about nineteen more times before the spell ends. Um, blink. Oh shit! I used more words. Turn oh over. shit! Oh shit! Then the spell cancels out because I used all the words. I'm gonna turn over and not even get up. Just kind of look over. It's too early for this. I've had a long night of drinking and fighting. What do you want? Uh, he says that. I'm going to do a quick look around. Do I still see the dagger? Uh, is it sitting in the dresser where I probably would have stuffed it in the corner or anything like that? It is still sitting I, I, I breathe a <laughs> deep sigh of relief because I, you know, I show my priorities. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> I'll go over to his stuff and I'll see if they're, uh, Mag Magdor, ah. Uh, big boy's gone. Uh, it, it's early. He probably went out for some breakfast. He didn't eat last night when we got in. Uh, is his money still there, perchance? Like he said, I, his I think bag he spent is it there. All. I apologize profusely. All of his shit is gone. <laughs> oh, he, he, he's, yeah. he's gone like... Okay. It's all gone. Uh, then I, uh, I watch as it gets dusted by Thanos. Uh, t <laughs> turns out, uh, instead of his half, like he it picked between him and me, and it just picked all of him. And I just go, oh, uh, like <laughs> yeah, I, I guess he uh, just went out. That bitch. Yeah. He went without us. 
at this point, I'm uh, kind of standing up and taking stock of my stuff. I look over, and you're in your changeling form, aren't you? Yes, I am. You haven't tried that? Can, can you please put some clothes on? Yeah, that's right. I'm still stark naked, ain't I? <laughs> Uh, like, I'm like hands on hip, Peter Pan, uh, looking at the, the couch going, He left us. <laughs> Can you believe that? He, he probably thought you needed to rest after all. He almost died. Yeah, what like about you, though? times. Uh, um, I'm sorry, I I'm don't speak Dwarven. Yes, I do. What was that again? Uh, Goliath knows not to wake sleeping dwarves. <laughs> you see Nox open his mouth as he turns to look at you, close it, open it again, and then close and goes, hmm. And, uh, what? I'm gonna go, uh, yeah. <clears throat> I was gonna say, what, what do you say we follow him down and get some breakfast for ourselves? I am hungry. I'm still skin and bones. I need my caloric intake so I can cast more murder spells. Alright. Well, I'm gonna walk out, uh, out to the hallway, I guess? I don't know. For the hotel. The inn. And, uh... Oh, uh, yeah, there's a hallway leading to a stairwell that goes downstairs. Right, and then head down the stairs. I, I don't really look back and see if Nox followed. I already got their confirmation, so I'm going. Doing that early morning, like, yeah, completely tunnel vision shuffle. You like need your food and coffee, yeah. sort of yeah, thing. It, I think yeah. it would take a few minutes for me to don my uh armor, aka my my <laughs> you know, robes and uh, just you know, little frittery stuff. Uh, is Chrysoph in the room with me right now? Uh, Chrysoph, my, my beloved pet crow. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he stays Ballin. there. Um, my, my, yeah. yeah. My he feathery stays boy. You. Okay. And, uh, <clears throat> I'm surprised his name isn't like Corviknight or something. <laughs> now, now you got me thinking after... Uh, <laughs> that's his brother. I'll summon him later once he gets uh, pegged. Uh, with an arrow, nothing else, okay. please. Uh, dirty boy. Anyways. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Anyways. Uh, yeah. I guess... Sorry. Nox would uh, turn into their uh, halfling form. Or half, half elf. Oh gosh! Half I, elf. One day, the, if my Freudian slip, guess what I want to be, and uh, fluff myself up uh, by dusting my clothes. Glenn, quick, give me the look like everything's dirty as I fuck <laughs> the crow. I mean, put the crow on my shoulder. Are you happy? <laughs> Which shoulder what are we you talking want. about? <laughs> <laughs> and I left. I right. look up at Chris and go. All right, you're the big boy. Let's let's tackle the day. <clears throat> Today's gonna be a great day. And uh, I guess I'll follow suit with Magdor. Yeah, sweet. So, uh, Magdor, uh, probably about a minute after you follows uh, your friend with a crow on his shoulder. Uh, but uh, you come downstairs, and there's still that same friendly face, uh, cordial yet friendly face at the front desk, <clears throat> just to the right of the stairwell that leads upstairs, um, directly in front of the double doors. So when you walk downstairs, you see the double doors, and to your right, the front desk of this area, um, with that that elven man who was so kind and helpful. So, um, 
And then the door that leads into what you assume is like the eatery just past him. Um, so it's the same person you said? All right, so mm -hmm. I got to get this out. I've worked at a hotel for too long, so I'm going to go look at him and be like, oh, here all not. Do you have a sleep? Oh, um, that was my brother. Oh. He works the days, I work the night, or I work the days, he works the nights. You know. Uh, and I'm just going to turn around and walk into the eatery. And then you, yeah, so you kind of like follow past the front desk in through the doors that lead into where you remember the bar to be. Um, and there's a bar and the, the, the tables are all set out this time, but you can smell, you know, the fresh, uh, the smell of fresh breakfast, uh, um, as there, it smells like some potatoes and eggs and, uh, it smells like the, they have several, it's kind of like buffet okay. style. I'm going right to here. Um, they've got it set out in a nice fashion, uh, where you can get your own plate and, Hell and, yeah. I'm gonna, and, uh, sit down and look around and see if I see Vol, Vol sitting at a table. Uh, you do not see Vol. You see, uh, you probably see like out of the ten or eleven tables, like four or five of them are taken. You can tell it's probably not early, but it's late enough that not everyone's up, or early enough that not everyone's up in the in the hotel. All right. um, I'm gonna. But yeah, Vol's not. Vol doesn't seem to be down. I'm gonna here. grab a plate then and start stocking it up. Sweet. Everything you want, man. They even have this uh this really cool. Because you're a man of the a iron. dwarf of iron. You know, like you love working with, yeah. You're a dwarf of iron and you like using things that make things hot so you can meld them. And they have this really cool sort of like clamp that closes down on a bread batter and creates this like honeycomb circular shaped bread thing. And you, you put maple syrup can on it. Can you imagine Magdor using his channel <laughs> divinity to turn his, like a bunch of spoons into a giant spoon for himself. So, or like a waffle iron. <laughs> uh, I think at this point, Knox would enter the, uh, the main lobby of the hotel and uh, they would go up mm -hmm. to what looks like the same person to him going, Oh, you, you worked all night. Uh, do you ever sleep? <laughs> and he points at his name tag. He goes, that was my brother. Oh, have you seen a Goliath walking by? No, I've only been here since shortly before sunset but uh so nothing um, like of him checking out or anything like that i i guess he no? wouldn't check out what was his name and he and he says what room were you in uh that's a very good question i was in this room here Th 13b 13b <laughs> oh um so we have vol uh val nugoni magdor bandayan and I, <laughs> I I get the firebolt ready when uh, they say my name. Like I'm I'm who? I'm sorry. What did you tell them? I don't think I was? said anything. They would have had to have you sign in, so they would have had to have something. So I probably would have told, told them? them fucking Mary again. There we go. I, Mary. I put the fireball out. Uh, and Mary. I'm sorry. I. Great. <laughs> it's early. Um. And you are. Forgive me. Are you are Mary. Yes. yes Can I yes. assume? And you were looking for Magdor or, um, uh, Vol. Which one of those are you The Vol. For? Uh, 
Val Nugoni, or sorry, Val Nightworker, Valu Nugoni Salami. I, I, there's, I had a word there. I don't remember which one. I'm s he is still listed as staying uh, here. He has not okay. checked out. Okay. If he has left, it's possible. Um, there is plenty to do in the city. I would say it was unwise if he's not from here to be by himself. Um, certain neighborhoods are not the safest, but uh, he, if he's a Goliath, he should be able to handle himself. Did you see Magdor? I'm assuming he went for the food. Uh, tired-looking sort of short dwarf man? I mean... Actually, quite tall for a dwarf, but... Sure, yes. I believe he is right in there, and there is a buffet-style breakfast, if you'd like to help yourself. Uh, Nox is, like, starting to get a little bit worried, but they hear the word buffet and kind of go, all you, all, all you can eat? Yes, of course. Uh, because you are uh, among those who have paid for that and included in your suite. Uh, eyes bulge a little bit and go, okay. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> prance towards, uh, this room of, like, what seems, sounds like Heaven's Gate at this point, like, Paylor himself <laughs> must be serving this food for it to be all you can eat. Are you and, are you in the room then now? <laughs> yeah, I burst in the room and I right. shout, "Hello, middle class!" And as soon as I see uh, them burst into the room, I'm gonna be like, <laughs> "Inspiration point!" <laughs> <laughs> as soon as they bust in the room, I'm gonna turn over to them. Like, I, I didn't find vault, but it's all you can eat, Nox. And I'm just gonna it's yell, "It's all you can eat! It's okay! It's all you can eat!" I'm on oh, my third waffle. There's waffles. A waff. I think it's called waffle. A waff. A waffle. Is that yeah, like there's a? There's an L. Huh, I'm more of a pancake person, but I'll take a waffle. Is that with all the guys? <laughs> it, it, it's more flat, but it's it's boring. Waffles are the way to go, you know. Is there a, a waffle mocker? And all you can eat sausage. A Sausage. I haven't I haven't eaten sausage before. And like I, I kinda like sniff in the air and like Do I smell sausage? Oh yeah. Maple. Maple and sausage. I can't cast levitate. A little bit of bacon. But my feet nearly uh, leave the ground as like I Looney Tune style teeter on my toes towards it and like Oh big eyes, big eyes on Knox. And Literally? <laughs> yeah, you see anime eyes <laughs> transform my eyes as uh it, they're gonna try to take uh as much sausage as humanly possible, or I guess as changingly possible. Uh they're gonna grab a plate and try to grab nothing but sausage. Uh how much sausage do I get, Glenn? Uh there are links and patties. <clears throat> oh shit. So Looks at the camera goes, why not but Yeah, so yeah, porque no los dos. Um, you can have the way that you're gonna be able to get the most out of it is to get the the patties because they can stack okay, easier. Okay. Um, you could probably get like I don't know six stacks of about eight, so forty eight sausage okay, patties. Okay, I do it. <laughs> I have forty eight sausage patties, and I walk over to the table, <laughs> looking like a dog on the brink of starvation. And Scooby's about to get a Scooby snack. 
Um, like seriously, Scoop, that's a lot of sausage. Yeah, raw sausages. <laughs> mm. Is there a hostess or uh, a tender nearby? Uh, there is. Uh, you can see a couple staff members kind of moving about. Uh, they're not tending specifically to what you would need, as they do also have like a drink area okay. set up for you to come up and you know fill a drink for yourself. But they are maintaining uh, both the buffet and oh, the set of drinks. Oh, they're about to work overtime. And are answering questions if needed to. Um, and when they see this plate, you see one of them go, <sighs> and then they just like walk to the back, and then you hear, "We need more sausages. <laughs> Make it a double order. I'm eating the whole pig." <laughs> um. So I'm gonna go over to the drinks and see what they have offered. Yeah, there's several different types of juices. Um, they have some teas, uh, obviously water. There's a little bit, um, it does have a, like a little sign that says alcohol available upon request. Oi! Um, uh, where can I find someone? It's like bang on the, the, the counter and uh, and you as you're kind of looking for somebody, yeah. Uh, that same person comes back out of the kitchen and they're like, how can I help I, you, sir? I need my morning ale. Any specific uh, brand uh, or flavor? Uh, what? Or any ale what you do. got? Um, we kind of have something from a little bit of everything, depending on what your taste uh, favors. But there's a neutral uh, one. But I, I honestly, I prefer uh, earlier in the day. For you know, I don't usually drink in the morning. But um, if I do, there's a really good mead that uh, fits the bill because it's a little sweeter. I can I cast message and say, "Me too. Me too." To, uh, to Magdor. Uh, I don't want to freak okay. out the waitress. I'm going to kind of just shoo it away. But, uh, <laughs> well, I was going to say meads for weaklings, but uh, get my friend one here uh, and get me some uh, dragon's breath. Oh, so you're uh, looking for a little, a little bit of a stronger uh, start to your I, day. The only way to start the day. I'll write a dragon's breath, and we'll get you that uh that honeycomb meat, and uh and they they kind of they you know say anything else before they before I go no, back. and I just kind of scoff and walk off, and you you hear All me right. mumbling meat in the morning. What kind of crazy place is this? <laughs> Glenn, tell me what I need to roll for this, if possible. I'd like to do something from uh the hit 1999's film The Mummy by Stephen Summers. Where one of the guards, when shouting at the the adventurers, unhinges his jaw unnaturally, so thanks to the power of CGI, and then try to eat one of these stacks of sausages whole. Like <laughs> I, I'm gonna like reconstruct my entire like the moment he walks away and no one immediately sees me, I'm just gonna like bulge my throat and just like this is gory looking. I'm gonna try to gulp a whole stack of sausage. I don't think you would have to try a roll to do this. The only thing is, there is about five or six tables of other people here. <laughs> so that's the only thing I'll throw out is if you want to do like a stealth check. Yeah, stealth check, huh? You don't have to pay. <laughs> Yeah, like, you don't have to roll to try and open your mouth big enough. Uh, now, whether or not you can properly chew all of that, 
um, may be a little bit of a tough. I generate <laughs> tough as many teeth as I need to. Uh, this looks like frightening. I'm gonna commit to this. Uh, I'll try to do it stealthily, but honestly, I don't think it's feasibly possible. You could let me roll though if you want to see how bad it goes. Okay. I will. I mean, I, in my mind, it's just kind of one of those things where you wait until they're like focused on their food or looking away, and then you get the right angle and go. Okay. Oh, you know, that so, sort of thing. So, I mean, I think you could do it. Uh, regular or with disadvantage? I'll let you... Nope. Okay. Just regular. If you're trying to be stealthy, you know, this isn't any sort of passive, so there's intentionality, so it's not like you would... You would, you would just be like, look straight at them. Ha! <laughs> you're gonna like, you're gonna like turn, get the right angle on it, and then do it at the yeah, right I'm just time. Like rotating so I, my I head around. I'm like Scooby Doo at a fancy banquet he's not supposed to be at, and he sees that foot tall uh, high burger and just goes, looks around and just. Uh, I rolled a 19 on stealth. Oh yeah, one stack is gone. Okay. As mysteriously did, as did it appears. Did you do this after I started walk after the meat incident? Uh, yeah, After I guess I escort. did. <laughs> so I'm walking back, and I, I guess I'll see this, and I just kind of look at Ox and just, just kind of nod. Like, all right. Bad <laughs> <laughs> right, respect, right. bro. Uh, the Chuck Norris Texan <laughs> Ranger nod. Okay, good job, Lone Ranger. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do that, and I'm going to try to uh, eat eight. I believe it's eight full patties uh, all at once, just like a madman. And uh, am I able to swallow that uh, without any major issues or? After chewing it for a while, you kind of have to like hamster it a little bit, like get the bits off to the side that you can get, like can't chew and then like chew it inward and then swallow can it, you, put you know? teeth in your throat. Um, but. Uh, I. Anyway. <laughs> I would say no, because you have to become a humanoid when you transform, and I don't think there are any humanoids with teeth in their throats. He's not a Sorlak. Maybe like a, <laughs> or a, a very gifted Yanti, I guess, maybe, but <laughs> like um, it's a boat. Like yeah, snake I would say it's down a boat constrictor. <laughs> Just with different rows of teeth that goes along yeah. your neck. Sorry. No, go ahead. I'm gonna sit back down and just kind of start eating my food and in between mouthfuls I'm gonna be like, no wonder we got up early for this I don't think we're gonna have enough time watch <laughs> this as I go for the second stack uh I'm not gonna do the whole thing again that way we don't have to roll for every time but like I'm viciously tearing through this like, oh yeah can, oh yeah can I try something we'll say you get a, at least like three or four when you're when you're not like unhinging or doing it unnaturally I'm gonna pick up just, it's just a real big mouthful. I'm going to pick up one of the sausage patties and I'll open your mouth. Uh, I think I would immediately reach for the fork the moment I see him reach for the food, but I don't think no, I'm no, quick my, enough. It's one of my patties. It's one okay. of my patties. Okay. Not one of yours. Don't worry. Uh, and, uh, you, you see sharp looking teeth at the ready. I look like a, a horrific description it. of Kirby. Okay. I'm going to try the chop out of the frisbee. Are you trying to throw uh, the patty I'm in his mouth? Right into his mouth. Right into their mouth. Uh, frisbee style, yeah. right? Okay. Um, yeah. This is just like a ranged, improvised attack, effectively. So it's attack gonna be face. dexterity and proficiency. Gonna be what? I'm sorry. Yeah. Dexterity and proficiency. Dexterity. <laughs> 
Uh, uh, right, that was the right roll, right? Yes, uh, plus you add uh, two to that. Like It's essentially like doing a, a saving throw for you at this point. Uh, All right, it's well, the same bonus. I got a, I got a seven. A seven? Yeah, you hit him right in the eye. <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna try to like, like it slides down, and I'm gonna like try to use the side of my mouth just to nick a, an edge of it. Ooh, yeah. Yo, real quick, what is? I want you to make a dexterity saving throw for you me. Got it, dude. Uh, I got an 18. Great. You avoid getting the the hot grease in your uh. eye. So it just like lands on your closed eye, not goes into your open eye. <laughs> and not caring that he missed because I'm used to him doing that when trying to attack me. I uh, I'm gonna bite into the edge of it and T-Rex style, try to flip the uh, sausage in the air and then catch it open mouth and just begin tearing at it. Uh, uh, oh yeah, uh. you're a monster. Like, yeah, I you're say, a monster. This looks horrific. Like people, I'm loving this sausage. This is fantastic. Oh. People are definitely watching now. You know what? Nox. Kind of like pause. None of them are like being hella judgy, but they are definitely watching. Well, unfortunately, the voice of reason when it comes to food and drink is not in the group. So uh, he is MIA. Uh, I think that <laughs> as uh, I go for another patty uh, stack and I'm like, wait, aren't we aren't we forgetting about something? Magdor, uh, where's full? Uh, he, he probably probably ate and uh, oh, he's he's with Sparkle Spark. Okay, and then I uh, tear into the stack because one of my character traits is once I trust somebody, I believe them to the point of gullibility. So I uh, unfortunately would not question that logic. So I'm just gonna just, like nod my head and say, oh yeah, he's cool. What's not cool is these hot sausages. Thank you, Jimmy Deans. And uh, I'm going to tear uh, into them. Uh, Glenn, how far do you think I can get into, what was it, 48 patties? Uh, because of your flexibility as an oh, actual God. I'm gonna look living like a humanoid, <laughs> you can look like a pregnant person if you want to, but it will, like, if you eat all of these, I'm going to impose a speed disadvantage, so you're going to lose speed for a couple hours, just because, like, it's so hard to move uh, comfortably, so you'll, it's not going to, like, have your speed, but you'll lose, like, five to ten feet for a couple hours if you, ooh, you know, ooh, off your I, base do speed. Do I commit to the bit? That, Hashtag that is worth. <laughs> Here, because your character loves it and I feel like you want to, but you're not sure if that would be good for your character. If you choose to commit to the bit, I will give you an inspiration point right. for doing it. I should do what my character does, not what the what the player wants to do. Uh, I think they would go to it up until the point to where they uh, realize that they are like physically hurting themselves. Like They would eat themselves and throw up, but because of, uh, as you said, the elasticity... Uh, Things can keep going, and before you know it, I look like uh, June. Big old bang. And you have a five. We'll say your speed is decreased by five for the next. I can do hour. ten. You know, hit me with what? You know, hit me with your best shot. Sure. I'll do, Waddling. If you're down, down for, for it, it, ten for I the next like hour. Shaggy and after then a in good an meal. hour, it'll decrease to five. 
It yeah. So for an hour it's ten, then the next hour it's five, and then it'll go away as you process this food. Like voice, <laughs> Magdor, I think I ate too much sausage. You you know what I think? I think we haven't gotten our drinks yet. Uh, <laughs> oh, while this was going on, oh, you would have during oh. this process. She would have brought the he would have brought the food out for you or the drinks out for you. So. All right. Sorry, oh, I didn't no, say that. Good. I was too I was too invested in this bit <laughs> to remember. But it absolutely happened. Yeah, you've got your drinks. Okay. Well, what do you think? Should, got a honey mead to wash it down? Should we go uh, check on Sparkle Spark and Vol then? I think it kicked. Oh. Okay. As you, I like you I stand up. You. Uh, be careful. The baby is mm, three months. I walk up to Knox, and I'm guessing height-wise, I'm probably at about her stomach. Uh, <laughs> your, your belly's bigger than mine. Don't say that. It was worth it. All right, come on. And I'm going to grab Knox by the hand and just kind of drag them out. Uh, please, I I can't walk that fast. Oh, my, my movement speed's slow, too. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm a fucking dwarf. Fair enough. Well, right now, his movement is a little slower than yours. <laughs> Just ever so narrowly, right? Because it's 20, right? Mine's 25. Yep, his yep. 20. Yeah. yeah. So so you guys want to head out to the stables, yeah. though? Who's yeah. out there? Okay. Yeah. You, you know where they are just because, like, once they got the horse settled, they allowed you to kind of come see the stables. I know we didn't say it last night, but obviously you're not going to leave Sparkle Sparks without knowing where they are. And so you go back to where you know Sparkle Sparks is being kept and head to the stable. And, you know, there's a stable boy there and he asks for, you know, your to see, to see your, like, you know, bands or whatever, because it's a separate building uh, still nearby. Good. But he lets you in um, and uh, you can see. Sparkle Spark stable there, and she's. Did I say just for flavor? I uh, took a single piece of, of the sausage patty and gave it over to uh, Krosov. Yeah, cool. Absolutely. Thank you. I want to treat. You know, he, he's my firstborn. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Do Kros eat meat? Yeah. See so, ya. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I think okay. they're omnivores. Okay. Yeah, they eat meat and berries. I mean, they're not super scavengers, but yeah, they'll, they'll do what they can. As right. I Google to confirm them, right? Uh, Alright, so I'm gonna look around the stable and see if I can see Vol. Yeah, no, uh, it looks like when you walked up, Sparkle Sparks was in the middle of eating some hay and oats um, for breakfast. Um, uh, had just finished off the, you know, the trough that they set for them just outside because they can fill it in between. Um, each one of the things and there's like an individual bin for each horse that's being boarded and uh, Sparkle Sparks finishes it and uh, kind of looks up at you and gives you a, a happy whinny um, But Vol is nowhere to be seen uh, I'm going to God, that's no, okay. Oh, I was gonna say I'm gonna turn towards the stable boy and say hey She's been taken care of today Yeah, I gave her, I gave her water and um they gave they gave us the breakfast uh, the the first meal you know uh, mixture so I put it in there and it looks like she and he looks in because he's kind of shortish she's probably only ten or eleven he goes yeah she ate it all and he pats Sparkle Sparks on the on the on the muzzle did, 
and she, you know, did you see? She likes to be pet, so she responds kindly. Did you see a big man come by and take care of her? No, I I fed her. Oh, nobody came by this morning. Magdor, I think he left. Who's gonna take care of the baby? Cursive will. Sausage. Cursive, you're the father now. So I look up at the crow. Ah, ah. <laughs> Cursive, what do you mean you're gonna? I'm the father. I think I said, I'm what the do father? you mean you're gonna go get milk? <laughs> <laughs> And then he just, he goes, I'm the father, I'm the father, and you see him just shake his head and then fly away. <laughs> oh, he had him for two no, episodes. He stays, he stays on your shoulder, just kind of gives you a curious look, because he understands being your familiar, what yeah. you're saying, but being the father of your child still kind of doesn't compute, so he's like, who did I get summoned by? <laughs> Poor Chris, oh. he's like, I was a painter before this, and now, ugh. I'm going to, uh... I was a favorite and famous musician in the Feywild, and you took me to be your sausage servant. <laughs> I'm going to turn to Nox. I made and, a great uh, popularity with the crowds. Uh, I was trying to make a crow joke, sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to turn to Nox. Yes. And uh, be like, uh, I, don't, I don't know the best way to say this, but uh, I think Volmite left us. Uh, I I think my first response, and I hate to admit this, but I think the sausage would either, uh, come out, not come out, come out, but something would happen either out of the attic or the basement. Uh, Glenn, what would you like to happen? Odds fart, evens burp. Okay, uh, I got an odds, <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> Uh, all that grease <laughs> immediately hits dots as I tense up and panic, and you just hear because uh, I ate so much of the, the fucking pig. That it, I, I like I like your farts sound like, like a pig. It, it lasts about maybe like two to five seconds. The first second, I immediately cast uh, minor illusion to like uh, play like a gong or something. Just to try to cover it up. <laughs> I uh I look at Knox and And the kids the kid just goes <laughs> nice. Yeah, like I, I, I look at Knox and it's like uh, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> and I'm gonna cast uh um uh what's it called here? Hold this on. This is the podcast uh, when Nick isn't here. This is the I'm podcast gonna, where Nick isn't food. here. I'm going to cast Thaumaturgy and just fucking open all the windows. Awesome. Yeah, all of the different... It's cool enough, too, that it's like, it's cool morning air. It's not hot or warm. And it is winter, so all of the horses whinny as a big gust of air comes through. And you don't even get a whiff of this fart as it just... And the kid goes, whoa! Oh, no! And he runs up and closes all the windows one by one because it's his job to keep the horses safe and when they're freezing cold they might that's die true. that's true so, <laughs> i'm just laughing Magda and as you laughing. noted you pop it you you pop it all open too and it was warm in here before but it doesn't smell like fart at least <laughs> why didn't you at least open a window <laughs> you know um but you you feel not only cool air but the like flick and uh, in the air of little bits of snow as you now notice that it is starting to snow outside i'm gonna pretty happy like, actually after i 
nearly shart, I guess. Yeah, I'm gonna have uh, <laughs> I'm gonna look at Krosov and say, "Look for Vol," and I'm gonna tell him to fly off and try to see anything that looks anything close to Vol, whether or not it's footprints, whether or not it's you know, uh, maybe a, a a spot of a short sword slashing into the ground that maybe uh, wasn't seen before. I'm going to entrust that to okay. uh, Krosov to take off into the sky. I'm going to entrust my father's Is he? Child. Does he have a stat block of a raven? Uh, yes. So it's nothing great, but... Oh, no. Yeah. So go ahead. And, this is going to be a survival check, not necessarily perception. Okay. Um, So it'll just be with a plus one, because he's got a plus one to Thank goodness, because if he used something that required intelligence, that would have been bad. Uh, So... <laughs> I'm gonna roll a 1d20 plus one. <laughs> he rolled a natural one, baby. <laughs> okay, well, we'll narrate what happens we when he comes to back, but that takes him a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> He's like uh, the owl. Uh, the, the, the Weasley's Alf American. Oh, God. He's just running into Crystal things. Crystal has tears in his <laughs> eyes because, it, like, the smell was so acidic. <laughs> no, I... No, he'll he'll fly out, and he'll come back in a little while. Um, but you guys have some time before he's back. Yeah, I look at Magdor and say, I'm sure he'll find him. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't have gotten far. Uh, what do you say we see if that buffet's still open? Like you hear like a ominous gurgle, and you see like a giant lump appear where somewhere along my stomach as it like moves around a little bit ominously. No, no, I think I'm good. Well, let, let's think about what the children. Um, yes, <laughs> please don't make obviously, me eat more. We we're here in Loskin to find this guy. The best way to do it's to split up, right? And so, obviously, Vol thought we weren't good enough to go with him, so he went by himself. Uh, I look at Magdor <laughs> with, like, droopy eyes and, like, I have a walking speed of 20 feet. This place is suspicious as hell. And you want to... Somebody that's in their first trimester to go walking down the streets by themselves. Can't you can't you make yourself smaller? I can, but uh, I think I, that might I actually be worse. Because <laughs> the food won't shrink. <laughs> Wait, what, what if you were what if you were bigger, <clears throat> bigger stomach, bigger digestion, more sausage? I think that would defeat the purpose of trying to be stealthy around here. So well, far, we've Wolf's kept a low stealthy. profile. Yeah, who opened all those windows? You could, you could always shapeshift into a pregnant woman. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I, I I might as well look like I'm a pregnant half elf. So, it, like, it's just an unfortunate side effect with my food baby. Food baby. Uh, food baby. Woo! What, what are you gonna name it? Ah, uh, I don't know. I I got at least another six hours. All right, well, uh, I'm going to go outside because this place smells like dung. And uh, walk outside. 
the stable and kind of take a look around where we're at. Do we see I take any... a look around where we're at. Oh, outside the stable? Huh? Outside the yeah. stable? Yeah, it's, uh, it's at this point in the morning, it's a relatively busy street. Uh, you can still hear, uh, before, you couldn't hear the sounds of, like, fighting, as you did when you entered the city, but now you hear some shouting and the clanking of uh, weapons. Uh, you're not sure exactly what type, but it definitely sounds like some sort of combat coming from the, I believe it's the south eastern side mm -hmm. of the city. It would, have been, it would have been to your left as you entered. Or sorry, south, south north east side of the city. So it would have been to your right as you entered the city. Um, but you remember you talked to the guard and decided against, you know, Entering, interacting with that for the night, but that's where you hear that sort of combat going on. Um, other than that, it sounds like there's several shops in the area. Um, uh, other than, and you can, you remember uh, kind of like just noting the basic features because you were giving us given a symbol map of Luskin. There is a large river that runs through and separates a north and a south bank, and you are on the south bank right now. Merrick, there should we check out the fighting? Maybe Vol was interested in that. Mm, I bet they got good ale too. Yeah, yeah. L let's go. Let's go that way. Which way was it again? Uh, and I point towards where I hear the shouting. No, <laughs> oh, right, right. And uh, I'm gonna waddle. I, I guess uh, technically oh, okay. I'm gonna waddle too. Uh, both hands on my belly as I. <laughs> and I'm just gonna stop and look back at Knox like, no, no, like this, and I'm gonna. Do a really emphasized waddle. Uh, I I tried to mimic him. <laughs> you do a good job mimicking him. And as you mimic him, a bird returns to your shoulder. And uh, in its mouth is a finger. <clears throat> uh, I look over at... Is this Krosov or is this a different bird? Just a random bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, I look and like, like I like face forward, eyes up towards uh, Krosov, and I look and I look down. And I see the finger, and do I recognize this finger? Uh, no, it looks smaller than Vol's, and it's not like gray skinned, so it's not Vol's finger. And I asked Krosov, like, does this have something to do with Vol? And it like caws in the general direction of the fighting. I okay. Uh, I look at the finger and I immediately think the word sausage, but then I think better of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you thought of that. And I go, it's probably not cooked. Magdor, there's fingers being cut over at the fighting place. There's a. That's too spooky. Don't, don't for talk me. to me about fingers being caught. And I'm gonna hold up my iron hand. Well, they they deserve it if they can't fight. I got good news. If you want to rebuild the collection, I got the first piece for you. As they like hold uh, the this finger towards him. Yeah, and it feels cold, like like frozen. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at it and I'm gonna think. I'm just gonna look at it. 
All right, put it in the bag. I'm going to open up the mini bag of holding, put the finger, and have them drop the finger in. I have them drop the finger in. Okay. I'm going to say, I look hesitantly at Magdor for wanting a frozen finger in his pouch of holding, but I say, screw it. I've made worse decisions today, and I uh, drop it in his bag. Yep, there it is. Don't forget to add that to your uh, character sheet. Severed human finger. Sever a frozen, a currently frozen, severed human finger. All right, he's adding it. Okay, <laughs> is that way. Uh, uh eight oh, ounces. Was, was there a ring track. or anything on it? Anything decent, or was it just a regular old finger? Okay. Oh no, regular old finger. It looked a little dirty. I have nothing <laughs> I'm to say. Keep walking. <laughs> and I go. Good job, Krosov. I. Ah, ah! Uh, what, I gotta say, that's an impressive crow in, in pre- impersonation. Uh, the fuck? <laughs> Mother bird. Regurgitate food I for the babies. I need to hear that, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I make a sound? <laughs> that's alright. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will not do that. Uh, I've I've not turned full kinku just yet, uh, but uh, I go more for you later, baby boy. And uh, I'm gonna follow Magdor as I presumably uh, we head over to wherever this commotion is. This commotion is coming from uh, yeah a place. Uh, what's it called? Yeah, there it is. Um, So basically what you see is um, as you kind of round the corner and head of a little further north compared to what you did on your entrance to the city because you were ready to get to a place to rest as you were hurting and ready to sleep. um, You hear what sounds like somebody speaking into, you know, like a megaphone. They've got a large, you know, metal or sorry, wooden cone and they're speaking into it through a handle. They've got a handle and they're holding it up to their mouth yelling. Welcome to the Prisoner's Carnival, Luskin's Court of Justice, where those Lolas who would be caught in the acts of illegal activity are put to the test and either pay penance or are set free. And you hear like there's a few people, there's like a kind of like an outdoor amphitheater where they have a little bit of a covered um, area on a stage, but the stage itself is actually caged in. And there's like an outdoor sort of half clam sort of area for people to sit outside. Um, And they've got like canvas bits over most of it, but some of the snow is starting to pile in different areas. But most of it, uh, the areas that are, you know, under it, people are sitting and watching. They're like, yeah! Yeah, and there's people walking around with like different types of foods, and there you can tell that this is possibly some sort of court of justice. But you see bits of sinew and flesh and blood being swept out of the cage Good currently. Lord. Yeah, and uh, as you walk up, they introduce a couple new people, and they uh, um, effectively set them to fight each other. They throw one weapon in the center of the area and two people who look ragged and are wearing effectively just loincloths, um, a human and an elf, uh, both run towards it and just like fight. 
how many gonna, people are here? And people are collecting on bets. People are trying to bet on the, the outcome of it. There's probably about 50 or 60 people watching. Uh, I'm going to look even early look in the down into it. And we could see the contestants, right? Or the fighters. I'm yeah. going to look down and go, mm-hmm. look over at Nox. Is Vol? Vol's fighting right now. What? And I run as, or waddle, pardon me, uh, keeping character, uh, as close to the rail as I can to see if I see Vol down below. Um, oh, yeah, I definitely. I'm going to look down and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you good this time. I cleared my head over him, Hector. What the, what the fuck, brah? <laughs> it was that was that was a good one. I'll drink to that. And I'm gonna look around and see if someone's serving drinks. Uh, yeah, there's a couple vendors up on the edge. Uh, most of them are closed, but one of them is open, and they're selling just a simple looking ale. Hector, they're gonna overcharge for it. You know that they're gonna give you like a little shot for like five gold. It's gonna be overpriced. Plus, they're gonna uh, give it you- to you like a souvenir cup that no one wants. You're not going to use it. You're right, you're right. And I'm going to take my jug of alchemy and just open up the ale one and just start drinking it right in front of this uh, stall. Awesome, yeah. Uh, It costs you five silver. Drink his own ale? Wait, did Uh, you get the alchemy jug? Oh, from the alchemy jug, I apologize. I was looking at something. Nothing better than free ale. I say I start side eyeing, but I realize that uh, Knox is getting into the role of actually uh, having, uh, being pregnant with uh, sausage babies, and uh, man, I can't drink anymore. You want? <laughs> you want some mayonnaise? Len, do I want some mayonnaise? <laughs> In my state, I mean, for a random hankering uh, taste. You know, you know when you eat. Or when you, have you seen that at an illustration where they put varying sizes of things into a jar at the right time? It's kind of like how you can put ice cream at the end of any meal because it fits in the cracks. The fuck? If, okay, I'm you know listening. it fills in the crevices. You could you could probably have some mayonnaise right now, but just remember with the with the jar, I think it can only do oh, one thing I every twenty four hours. I know. Oh no! Okay. So you want some mayonnaise? Didn't you just say you took yes. ale out of it? Glad no, you gotta get understand. He's, he's trying to deceive me. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I'm here. With you. Come on, Dio. Uh, I look and I go. Mayonnaise <laughs> just sounds sound nice. I'm just gonna open up the ale jug again, and it just does. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm not gonna dump it. Hold on, let me let me recall that. I'm gonna open up the <laughs> ale jug. Say, all right, open wad. I open my mouth and I close my eyes. Uh, I'll get on my knees in front oh, of geez. dozens of other people as you dump a white hope what I think is gonna be a white substance all over me. Yeah, you and, take and preferably my into my mouth. This is what the podcast is. This is what the podcast is without bull. <laughs> Someone has to wrangle us in, and so I'm gonna pour Barks ale into uh, Nox's mouth, and and obviously yeah, miss ale. miss a little bit, some over her face, and most of it's in her mouth. Oh, oh this mayonnaise tastes like Not ale. Mayonnaise. Oh, and I open my eyes like that's some. Is that was that alcoholic mayonnaise? 
uh, oh, that's right. I can only do one one at a time. So it's only ale. My bad. I bitch slap him. <laughs> and uh, as you as you stand up and slap him for you know deceiving you, you realize that several of what you recognize as the town guard are approaching you now, and they uh, they come up uh, from one side and say, "Do you have license to sell and distribute alcohol in public?" Yeah, Magdor, uh, do you have licenses to sell? Magdor banned iron. <laughs> I'll say this out loud. <laughs> um, wh- why do you say my whole name? Uh, I'm going to look at the guys like, uh, I'm not selling any, any alcohol. It's just my ale. You're distributing it it's, in the city it's walls. It's my ale, though. I'm, I, I, I'm just letting my friend. Do you have license to distribute ale within the city of Luskin? You deceived me. And I'll have tears in my eyes. I'm gonna <laughs> play the bit. All right, wait, you're no, coming with wait, us. Wait, 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 he told wait. me it was mayonnaise and, they, and they start to me. grab your arms. Maybe pregnant half elf drink alcohol. Now you're forcing pregnant ladies to drink alcohol. No, I didn't force it. And they gra- they both they both grab your arms and attempt to put you in both shackles. Both of us. No, no, no. Just these guys. Just these guys are attempting to arrest Magdor oh, right now. Are you resisting, Magdor? Um, I, I'm, yeah, I I would be. I, I had to, I had, I'm like I'm trying to fight. Like no, okay. no, I'm not. I'm just trying to drink my ale. There's nothing weird here. Okay, so this one is gonna be a. Uh, this is like a grapple check, okay. effectively. And um, and so I'd love for Magdor to make a athletics or acrobatics wh- check to avoid being grappled by these guys. Good deal. All right. I- no, 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 no. I rolled a nine. I have to roll for that. And after this, as the player, I want to give uh, Brandon my inspiration for for uh, my poor decision earlier. But, yeah, because I think he needs it more than I do at this point. Okay. Yeah. Um, one of them grabs uh, one of your arm, the other grabs the wait, other. Wait, um, you're able to wrench out of one of them. This is kind of important. Uh, it doesn't matter. Okay. One of them is right, successful. The successful was my left arm then. Okay, successful was left arm. So the right arm was they weren't able to grab your cold iron arm. Uh, left arm's the um, arm. And okay, okay, that was a successful yeah. one then. Okay, okay, cool. If that's how you want it to be narratively, I won't fight it. Yeah. So he grabs your that and then, but they pull the other one back. Mm. So the one of them that you wrench out with your good arm, then he, the one that's holding the metal arm, pulls the metal arm back and then grabs the one that the other one missed and chains your arms together uh, with cuffs and then realizes that it's kind of hard to keep you in manacles. So um, at that point, he pulls up on the chain so that you can't pull the metal arm out. And he says, all right, you're coming with us. You're going into the I didn't want to say it's a good thing you grab the other one because I was about to just disconnect my arm and just fucking book it. <laughs> yeah, so he's got your arms effectively pulled up now so that, you know, he's keeping you from wrenching out of it with your good arm or with your metal arm. I don't know which arm you consider your good yeah. arm. Uh, um, and he starts to lead you off towards the I'm going to yell back. Where there is now one more dead prisoner as they've finished their I'm going to yell back to Nox and be like, hurry Nox, take the scroll. Because I got the scroll and the jug on me. And so... Is the scroll inside your bag? Not the pouch. Not like the pouch of holding. I, I just kind of 
narratively had it like clipped, like hanging from a rope on my side of my. Uh, uh, the guard says, nope, you can keep all your personal belongings to yourself. They'll go to the city. Asking for a friend, uh, <clears throat> from the rail to the cage, how far is the distance between those? Uh, rail? A rail like the, oh, the yeah. closest area so to the cage itself? when I get itself. a good view of this, um, I want to see how close I am. You can be about ten feet away from okay, the cage. cool. Asking for a friend. Uh... Anyways, uh, I'm going to message Magdor and say, I'm guessing Vol probably is in here because Krosov led us here and there's a purpose in everything and I trust Krosov with my life. Good luck. Find Vol. And I'm, I'm gonna, gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go to the guard. I'm gonna yell to the guards like, you can't take me. I I'm here on special envoy. Uh huh. Yeah. Whatever. Well, really? Let me. Let we'll me open up in. my bag. You're feeding. No. You're. No. 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 That's all over now. And they wrench. Uh, one of them takes a knife and then cuts the two pieces that would have strapped your backpack on and pulls your backpack off. And the other one continues to like force you off towards the. Uh, what you see now is like a side door that leads into the you know the area behind the. Uh, so it's my pack. Because there's like a building built around the front, kind of, and then the cage that kind of comes I'm gonna shout my pack on the ground, then. You're going to what? God, uh, Brandon. Oh, <laughs> is my pack on the ground, then? Uh, no, the other one cut the, the straps and then pulled it off okay, your back. Okay, so they didn't just leave and it. And then the, the one that was holding. Okay. No, no, yeah, they're taking it. And he says, don't worry, it'll be returned to you if you survive the pit. Okay. Otherwise, it'll go to the city. Do I hear that? Does not okay. Then I yeah. I'm not gonna say anything. I was gonna shout uh, that he burgled me too, but uh, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll figure out what happens. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So they lead you off into a room, Magdor. Uh, they they you can see that there is this kind of building built around, and if you imagine like a domed cage being inside partially of a building and outside partially of a building on that stage, that's kind of what we've got. So most of it's kind of like concealed back behind it. So they lead you off into a series of hallways that have different like cell doors with people in them. And um, as you pass by each one, you don't see any familiar faces uh, that are, you know, some of them don't have any of them in them, anybody in them. Some of them have faces just kind of looking out and over and in. Some of them have blood spatters on their faces. Um, and they bring you into a cage and... Uh, the other one uh, leaves with your bag, and then he's replaced by a second that comes and comes alongside and looks like somebody that's probably effectively the manager of the joint. <laughs> and they uh, lead you to a cage where they attempt to, and they say, "Take it all off." What you you want me to take off my clothes? Yep, right down to your knickers. <sighs> What all do I have on still? So he took my bag. Did he take the jug and the scroll and all that? Or okay. Yeah, they would have. I mean, if the scroll was attached and the jug, I assume kind of was also kind of like on a string. They don't, you know, they're not worried about taking anything from you. They're just doing right. their job. They're not stealing. They don't seem Glad crooked. They just seem like they're part of a weird as system. As a fellow player, I'd like to make a point of concern. Uh, okay. If you take away Magdor's alchemy jug, he might as well be dead inside. I feel like you're just killing him right here. <laughs> Don't worry, he's not happy about That's it. what happens when you feed alcohol to a pregnant woman. 
Um, so I'm going to, I guess, strip down to my knickers. Uh, I don't have that robe that was in my pack. Uh, the one that Algera gave us. So I haven't been wearing it, so okay. I've just been wearing my, uh, uh, scale mail. And just kind of take um. it off. And I have an undershirt and boxers on now. Tore up, tattered. And they... Yeah, they take up your weapons and everything, and they say, we'll return these to you as soon as you, uh, you know, if you survive the fight. Can, can I do one um, thing real quick? It's very important. Depends on can, what can it I, is. Can I kiss beautiful goodbye? And I point to the Warhammer. I will just say that you get to say hello, and it'll be a very, very friendly hello. And they just say, basically, hey. no. <laughs> uh, and they... You know, they walk out, slam the door, you hear keys turn um, and jingle on a chain, and uh, you're locked inside, and it does not seem very well insulated. It is super cold, but there's hay I'm on gonna, the ground. It, it's uh, an open jail cell, like with bars? Um, What it is is that the door has a large barred okay. window, but it's a very strong can I, can I see like, out of wooden iron-banded door. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but the, the, then the wall, the other walls are normal. They're just I'm gonna yell. Walls. I was like, "Can I at least have my finger?" And then just leave it at that. They kind of turn and look quizzically, and then just keep going. <laughs> and you hear somebody else say, "Yeah, can I have my finger?" Wait, you're missing a finger. <laughs> I think I got it. I've got a finger right here for you. Oh, 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 oh I get it. Oh, oh. Yeah, all right. <laughs> As you have a little bit of a belly laugh, uh, what are you doing out there, Nox? <laughs> Just <laughs> like I, I Nox would be like feeling smug, but then after maybe like ten seconds of smugness, realize that now that <laughs> they lost two party members, oh fuck, oh fuck, what did they just do? Uh, <laughs> they would uh, probably look at the nearest uh, bystander and go, "So how how does the fight work?" Um, uh, the nearest person to you is uh, a human woman who is actually there with her child. Um, and she family says, fun. Um, actually, just... yeah, she says, actually, um, there is, you're not from here? Uh, no, I'm, I'm a traveler. How far along are you? And she gestures towards your larger oh, belly. Th thank you for not assuming I'm <laughs> fat. Uh, about three months, dear. Bless you. Oh, wonderful. Um, we, uh, here in Luskin, we have a sort of, um, betting that goes on for those who break the law, including that terrible dwarf who tried to force feed you alcohol. What a scoundrel he is. If you're going to drink while you're pregnant, that should be your choice. I'm, I'm um, always pro-choice. Absolutely. And so what happens is they put them up as long as they're prisoners, and this is Luskin. So there's always someone to fight. So from dusk till dawn, dawn till dusk, there is always some sort of fight going on. You can bet on them. So when your dwarven friend comes out, we can bet well, against him. And, hope and I, I give uh, the smile I believe that's from Game of Thrones, the you're so cute smile. Uh, like, we're going to bet against him together. Yeah. <laughs> she says, um, usually they try to put the fresh prisoners in first, but they have to win three fights 
and then they're free if they survive. <laughs> Which is why some people just keep getting put back into the system because they just like fighting. It warms if they can do magic. Or they're, they're the holy men. Usually their their ability usually their their um their supplies or their stabs or wands are taken away from them. So if they can cast magic outside of that, then they are able to do that. But otherwise, usually it's just physical. Ah. I've seen um, one of those underground dwarves grow in size during a fight. That felt very magical, but apparently it's something they can just do those naturally. Those fucking dwarves are the tricky bastards. Yeah, especially the deep, deep dwarves. When my, when the father finds out he is in so much trouble, he might go in the pit himself. Good, you should go find him. It's okay, he'll find me. He's out getting milk right now. Of course, of course. And as you talk to her, uh, somebody comes by and he's like, Bet's all the next fight, dwarf versus Dorica. And she says, Ooh, one of the deep dwarves. Uh, do I recognize this? I feel as... like I've had some foreshadowing. I was say, uh, does this look like, uh, this might be the fight with Magdor in it? Yeah, uh, possibly. That she, I mean, very possibly. They don't give names, they just say uh, I guess I'll look at the lady and go, uh, do you think this guess. is the one with Batso? Oh, the one that just went in? That fed you and that fiend, that rapscallion? Yes, I think it is him. Sometimes they like to put them right in just to see how they do. And uh, I'm gonna go up to uh, the person that is uh, taking bets, and I'm going to message them. Hello, I I'm sorry, I can't speak, but I can use my voice like this. And I'm gonna tap him on the shoulder. And he points it. And he points it. He kind of looks around, and then you're making eye contact, and so he goes, "You." How much? And I'm going to continue messaging him. I'm going to put 20 gold on the Fatsu dwarf with the with the arm. Steel arm. Oh, the Iron Man. Good, yes, good, 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 good. I'll sign golden. It's like... So I'll subtract. Actually... Goes out of bed and then pulls off a piece of paper and sets it like on a wooden clipboard effectively and gives you the quill and okay. to sign. Uh, half of it's going to be Luskin, the other half is going to be normal gold. Uh, just to clarify, and I'm going to sign okay. off. I'm like, I want to watch that motherfucker go down in my head. And he looks at it and he says, Perfect, perfect. Ah, you got some gold from the south. And, Been traveling, eh? That, when I put money on him, that's for him to win, correct? Okay. Yes. Good. Mm -hmm. And you can see on there that they have listed that the odds are four to one against Jesus him. Christ. Um, yeah. So if you win, you're gonna get eighty. And he says, "Big bets, big bets." After you sign it, and he says, "Big bets on the dwarf and the Duraga." Bring it in, you know. And then he moves on. And uh, uh, but you have effectively a receipt that shows four to one with twenty okay. gold down. And I'll look back at the lady and go, "I think I did that right." Oh, dear. And she gives you a, a loving pat on the cheek. She says, you're so sweet. That wasn't all your money, was it? No. That was quite a bit. 
It's all I had. I wish. <laughs> oh dear. The Duragar is a legend in these pits. That's why the odds are so heavily in favor of your f of 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 him against that man that would go against the Dura you. what? <laughs> the, the, the Duragar. Duragar. <laughs> As I like drop my voice for a second. Oh. Dura what? Well. <laughs> I hope he gets his ass kicked, but maybe the, the dwarf will live. Honestly, if the dwarf wins, since this Duragar is so legendary, I believe they may let him out as if he won three, to be quite honest. No one has beaten him in at least five or six years. He's constantly I have his sweat and <laughs> look over at the <laughs> ring. Okay. But no worries, it is an even fight. They don't give anybody weapons. They come in basically naked, which is, and she covers up the kids' ears. My favorite part. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, as she jokes a little bit and goes, "But I think they should be starting soon." And you hear the guy with the, and he announces this whole big thing. He says, "Balin the Durigar, the cold beneath your feet." I am going to destroy my. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Not as bad as what Brandon did earlier with his uh, test screech. Bless him. Oh my gosh. And so my voice does not explode. Um, eventually you see this larger sort of Duragar come out um, with a great white beard and, you know, like milky white eyes to your left end of the cage. And he like slams his hands up against the... Uh, the cage and yells at the crowd and they kind of yell back and cheer some of them boo and then uh you hear this commotion magdor coming and then you hear footsteps coming up to your cell as uh the same two people that had kind of brought you in uh you hear the the chain unlock and they say all right dwarf you're up i'm up for what <clears throat> time to fight to the death or you you know this one actually counts for a lot. Normally you have to win three. If you win this one, you're out. Can I get some mail first? Nope. Uh, <laughs> sounds like you've dealt with dwarves before. <laughs> Weapon will be provided, but you have to fight them for it. It's first to death, so don't hold back or you're dead. Don't. And, they, uh, and he whispers to his friend. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think so. Good luck! And they kind of like uh, usher you towards um, down a hallway that you had not come down previously that comes back towards the center of this building because you would just kind of come in and gotten thrown in a cell. Are my hands um, still bound? Oh, no, no. They unbound you as soon as you got in. Right. Uh, yeah, and then uh, they lead you to a door and you hear the crowd cheering on the other side of the door and they say, All right, off with you. Well, off with you. Through the door? <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna take a step into the light, kind of shield my eyes, and mm -hmm. look around and let my eyes adjust. Because I was only down there for like 10 minutes, right? So it wasn't yeah. too long. Mm -hmm. It wasn't too long. So I'm kind of <laughs> looking around and nope. I can see the crowd, I'm guessing. And uh, Oh yeah, and they shut the door behind you and you hear it lock. And this one is actually metal banded on this side only. So it's wooden on one side and then it's sealed with metal on the opposite. But everything outside, it's just a cage. And to your left, you can see the crowd. On the opposite side of you, you can see what you would recognize as a giant Duragar. Like, he's not 
magically grown in size, but for a Duragar, he's huge. He's the size almost of a uh, human. What's he wearing? Um, in height and build. He's wearing. A Duragar is a deep dwarf. Uh, dwarves that have been relegated to living underground for so long that their eyes have adjusted more heavily to dark darkness. Their their uh, their hair has turned white. Their eyes no longer have pupils. They're just white masses. Um, and their skin is even kind of grayish, uh, matching the tone of the earth that they live in. And he's... You've seen Durgar before, uh, but never like this guy. So what's he wearing? Um, he's wearing a loincloth. Just it? Okay. Yep, just like you. He's not even wearing a shirt. But he's, like, freaking scarred up. Like, he's cut. He's cut and he's cut. Fair enough. Cut and scarred. Ripped. Um, yeah, he looks at you after screaming out into the crowd and then screams at you. I'm going to scream back, oh, that wasn't very nice. You got to say hello first. He, uh, in what you would recognize, do you speak under common? Under common? No. Mm-hmm. You would recognize it as undercommon. It's just, it's like when I hear Spanish, I know okay. what Spanish is, but I don't know what they're saying, you know. Uh, but you recognize it as undercommon, and you hear a few very accentuated words as if those are meant to hurt kind of thing. Uh, and he, like, just slams his fist into the ground um, as you both kind of square off in front of each other, get about an equal distance. Both of you apparently see, as it seems, our understanding of how to fight. <clears throat> and uh, you hear the guy with the megaphone scream into the crowd, that, you know, our contestants are ready! Release the weapon! And you hear um, from above you, you couldn't see this from outside, there's a little hatch on the inside of the the wall that comes out in front of the cage, or, or that kind of splits the cage. And, because part of it's indoor, right. part of it's outdoor, like I said. And there's a ca like a door, and you see someone drop a warhammer into the space on the ground, and the, the Duragar immediately starts charging for it as the thing shuts and the guy steps aside. Roll initiative. All right. 18. All right. You are first, Magdor. I rolled a four. <clears throat> oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. How far away is this weapon? Uh, so yeah, you're up. Uh, it's thirty feet away. Or we'll say it's I was twenty feet say away. Thirty from feet. Me. Both of you are tw twenty feet All away. Right. And since I have initiative, would I be faster than him at running towards it? Well, I mean, you move right. first. Um. All right. What kind of weapon is it? Uh, it is a warhammer. All right. Oh yeah, I'm gonna book it towards that. Waddle as fast as I can. Maybe roll a little bit. Um, kind of okay. grab the tactical grab roll. The warhammer and use up <laughs> almost all of my movement. Okay, so you're gonna stop at twenty feet once yeah. you grab it. Good, and okay. then you do that. Uh, so obviously this is a bit difficult. So he's running it to me as well, but he's not there, right? He hasn't moved. It's your turn. He hasn't moved. Okay. That was a narrative yeah. thing. Like he is fighting. He's ready. To All right. Fight. So I, I grabbed uh, that the warhammer and uh, 
after I can do this. Alright, so I can still do cleric spells because my um, holy symbol is my arm. You don't have your holy it's my, symbol. No? Oh, I, I thought it was the arm. It's on I thought it was my arm. Would that would that oh. be if if not, that's fine. <coughs> you had your whole well do you you only need your holy symbol, you don't need any components for uh, your spells. Not for the one I was looking at. It's uh Yeah, as long as as long as that's S? the case and your holy symbol is on your somatic. somatic. Well basically so, I think what Glenn's trying to say is you can't do a spell that requires M or materials. Okay, but I could still do yes, voice. Anything and that requires yeah. Vocal and okay. somatic, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Because you do have your holy symbol. It, I just wanted to make sure, because you could say no, but um, just with no, the yeah. arm. I mean, if you dictated early on that it's on your arm, well, then it is you my it. arm. Ew. Yeah. How is your holy symbol your know, arm? God told me how to make it. Usually it's a symbol of your God. God told me how to make it. It's a symbol that. <laughs> so, yeah, but you have to brandish that every time. Oh. You know, it's like showing the symbol of Bahamut to present as a symbol of your power in the spell. So if it's like brandished on part of your arm, like that would. Right, well, let's say for this. There then. was going to be an argument here. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad it's between you and Brandon this time. Well, let's say then I don't <laughs> have it now, and okay. if I survive, that's going to be my point of hmm, maybe I should. Uh, yeah. So so I can't get that put somewhere on it. I can't do somatic spells then, correct? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, any spells that require anything <laughs> all right so if he's not in range well i can do can i do just vocal spells well i can do my cantrip vocal right well yeah vocal also requires for you to i believe yeah as long as it doesn't have the holy symbol as a spell casting well all spells require a spell casting focus or a component well, what about thaumaturgy for a cantrip well, it's a spell. It, it's like a spell cast. You need your spell casting okay. focus, which is your holy symbol. So, I would say okay. no, uh, just for the yeah. The strict. Yeah. But you still have. Remember, your your arm is still like a club. Right. Or no, it's a. Is your arm a warrior? Uh, I think we had talked at this current point. It's, you have an attachment. Yeah, it's it's uh, an armed attack okay. right now. Uh, but eventually, just, okay. Just to point out, there's people that don't have spell casting focuses, and they just use their material pouches instead. I don't have that. Yeah, you you have to have you have to have a component pouch or a spellcasting focus uh, to cast okay. spells, and it's because it's assumed that as long as it's not consumed by the spell, that both of those things provide okay. those as long okay. as it's not consumed. All right, so I guess what I I don't know if I can do this. Can I ready up an attack? Can Absolutely. I? I just yeah. want to stand my ground as stout as I can mm -hmm. as a dwarf and just. Get ready, like baseball bat with this warhammer, and just like kind of nod him and be like, "Try me." <laughs> like Babe Ruth yeah. him. <laughs> I'm gonna home run your ass out of here. Uh, awesome, yeah. So you do do that, um, and he says to do. <laughs> yeah, and so you you get ready to just swing at him when he comes in range. Did you want to do anything else? Um, just no, picture. no, that'll be good for now. Okay, so you're 20 feet away from him, ready to act, attack when he gets within five feet. Um, he sees you pick it up, and you see him, like, flex his shoulders, and he walks back, and he moves back about 
15 feet to the, the back of the wall and hits the wall really hard um, and you feel the whole cage shake as he grows in size to the size of a, a large creature and he turns to face you now being and then he steps back another five feet being about 30 feet away and he looks at you and just screams and that's his turn nice. <laughs> so would that be Tyler's turn now? Yep. So, Glenn, since uh, this is your world, and I want to make sure I don't do anything that's uh, gonna, you know, get me thrown into the ring because I'm a, I'm a beautiful <laughs> pregnant half elf. Uh, if I were to cast a spell that, it, let's say hypothetically, it's material only, uh, and I use my spellcasting <laughs> focus, which is a uh, a necklace I've been wearing. Uh, would I be able to do that without being noticed? Um, very, very possibly, yeah. Especially since there's no vocal or somatic components. Uh, I would say that you would still have to roll basically like a, a stealth check, but it would be very, very easy DC. Like, it's not going to be hard. I mean, I'm pretty good at Most once, of these guards so, don't I mean, know what the... Ones and twos are my best friends. <clears throat> I'm imagining, like, Snake during the Quidditch match. I just kind of, uh, since yeah. I can te telepathically, uh talk with uh Krosov. uh i'm just gonna tell him don't let them see me doing this and i am going to uh cast bless using the subtle meta magic to remove the uh oh. the vocal and uh somatic and so i'm just gonna like put a hand over my chest as i bless magdor uh i love it and that's uh yeah like a 30 foot range uh, on that right yes uh specifically it's 30 feet yep and I can bless up to three people. Awesome. I'm choosing not to bless, uh, you know, the <laughs> Durgar. Uh, that'd probably be frowned on. But, uh, so yeah. Uh, right when like uh, the crow just kind of like uh, maybe flies off and gets the attention of anybody that like might look, uh, I'm gonna try to cast this spell. Okay. Um, what is your spell save? My spe this has this. This is purely aesthetic. This is not going to affect you. Everything you want to do is going to happen. My uh, spell save? Okay. Uh, -huh. uh, a 14. Okay. I need Magdor to make <laughs> um, a constitution saving throw against a 14. Uh -oh. 15. <laughs> you feel a tickle in your nose as if you need to sneeze, but you uh -huh. stave it off. <laughs> because he just blessed you. <laughs> I'm leaving this God fucking call. Damn it! <laughs> Are you serious, Glenn? I kind of wish I would have failed it. See if the the uh, and then the other guy could have blessed me too. And you're like, huh. oh shit. Um. Great, yeah, so you do get to do the, the effects of Bless all there. Um, we'll say the bird flies a little bit. It kind of, like, keeps the eyes yeah. off of you as you you subtly cast this spell. Um, nobody notices uh, as you are looking around for anybody to have noticed. Uh, but they're all very focused on what's I just going immediately on show, it seems like the city. Kill the fat <laughs> one, Durgar! Thanks. And with that... It is Magdor's so, turn again. Unless there was anything else you wanted to do, I apologize. You still well, have other actions. Well, uh, I could, but <laughs> nothing that wouldn't keep up the disguise. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Magra, it's up. Uh, so, would I have known that I had been blessed? Uh, you feel... I know the spell, so... It's almost like... You, yeah, but you... It's almost like, right now, it feels like a rush of okay. adrenaline. You don't immediately recognize it as magical empowerment, uh, just because of the current circumstance. You're being pitted in a fight to the death against a giant battle-scarred Duragar. So, uh, but yeah, you feel stronger, for some reason, empowered. <clears throat> and he's 30 away from me? Yeah. So if I move 25, I wouldn't be able to attack him, or is he large enough? Okay. So I'm going to... Oh, yeah, no, when he grew. Yeah, you would be able to hit him, because they take up more space when they're large. Yeah, you could. All right, I'm... Fuck, I'm going to run up to him, 25. I'm going to take my hammer in both hands. Well, shove it in one and support it with the other. And just fucking smash his foot. I love it. Oh, damn. Roll hit. And don't forget your 1d4. It <laughs> and what's your armor class now that you are oh, yeah. not Shit. wearing anything? Um, what's scale now? It's just 10 plus your dexterity okay. modifier. Uh, 12. Awesome. That's and good. so I get plus one... To for dual wielding for AC. Oh, if you're wielding a separate weapon. Okay, so I don't. I rolled a 16. Hits. For 11 damage. Awesome. Ooh, my pencil. And I'm gonna... I had it. Oh, it fell off when I... It fell off when I laughed. How much? 11, 11 damage? damage? And I'm going to, uh... I guess I'll look up at him and be like, uh, careful being that big, y you might stub your toe. And he goes, oh, and he's like bouncing up and down as you hit him in the foot. Uh, <laughs> Anything else? No, I think that's it for me. Okay, then uh, it is his turn as he now uh, attempts to wrench the Warhammer out of your hand as he reaches down and tries to pull it out. <clears throat> so you're going to make, this is effectively a grapple check. So being the one initiating, he has to make an athletics check against your choice of athletics or athletics. So if you want to just go strength for strength or try and dodge, because um, we know that you guys are good at dodging. You guys practice it, so. Dodge. I <laughs> dodge to five. <clears throat> Okay, yeah, he rips it out of your hand with his giant meaty, yeah, because he's a large creature, you know. Uh, he pulls it and just rips it out of your hand, and uh, I believe, oh. Yeah, that's the end of his turn <clears throat> for now. All right. Now it's yours. Or, sorry, it is uh, Nox. Are turn. you ready for more shenanigans, Glenn? <laughs> Okay. Of course. I uh, I shout, Durgar, watch out! He's a cleric. He can cast spiritual weapon, and uh, <laughs> I'm gonna use the subtle spell to remove uh, all components of uh, the spell. And uh, spiritual weapon is gonna be uh, right next to, uh, well, both of them, Magdor and uh, 
uh, the Durgar. And uh, okay. a, uh, <laughs> a second Warhammer of Light appears right next to uh, Magdor. What, is there okay. anything you'd like to do before I continue with this bullshit? No, subtle spell allows you to do that without uh, without anybody knowing that it was I go, you. Oh shit! He used it. Watch out! And <laughs> I, uh, well, that's not good. I rolled a uh, eleven. Does that hit? Oh, yeah. cool. Well, that's he's large and naked. That that's <laughs> just that's, like that's, me. That's fair. Uh, for eight force damage, as it swings down nice. into his other toe. <laughs> oh! Oh man, you gotta do <laughs> better than else. that, Durgar. You gotta defeat this horrible monster of a dwarf. Okay. No, that's anything else. And uh, at this point, uh, you you've been paying attention. To if anybody notices, and it looks like nobody does. And then when you're looking around, like a little bit, because you're not like going. You know, you're not being obvious about it, but as you you look around after each attack, you know, thing happening that you were influencing, uh, you look to your right and this woman who has the kid is like looking, not suspiciously, just like knowingly. And she says, and she pats your head and she says, you love him, don't you? Would you like to go in there with him? <laughs> See, I, I look at I'm her just enjoying the fight. It's like, so I'm not gonna roll a deception or anything like that. It seems as though she's aware that something is going on, but she doesn't know. Uh, but she's just giving you one of those like I have a feeling sentences. But that's it. And then she goes, "I'm just enjoying the fight. Let's keep enjoying." Me too. Um, but she doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, now we're back to the top. Magdor. Um, so seeing the spiritual weapon with, I, I'm going to assume it's a war hammer that looks like the two that I have, which are really just big blacksmith hammers. You see the shining Be script of the word beautiful 2.0 on it. All right. So I'm going, <laughs> I, I'm wise. I, I may not be charismatic, but I'm wise. So I, I see this and just immediately know not to say anything. And oh, so, where did this yeah. warhammer come from? Only a, a cleric or a divine soul sorcerer could possibly cast this. I don't have a spell focus. Is there anybody out there that's shouting that I shouldn't have this? Because they're probably the culprit. And I'm gonna sit there and think like, you think you think this is cool though? Could summon this? Watch, I'll have a bird attack you next round, and then you'll be done. And I'm gonna grab the warhammer and just try to, I guess, jump and try to yank it out. Yeah, jump yeah and, and just try it. to yank it out. Okay. It's just gonna be the same yeah. check, just uh, athletics for you. And I'm going to use my. Uh, that wouldn't be fair. I already rolled. I'm going to use my bless. I was gonna use okay. inspiration, but okay. what is it? One d four. Yes. To get a nine. <laughs> Yeah, no, he just lifts it yeah. above your head and keeps you from grabbing it. I said I was going to use inspiration as I rolled it and saw that it was infinitely better. And I was like, oh, oh then no, I didn't want to. That's not fair. So he lifts it above my head. Okay. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Doesn't work for that anyway. And um, do I, I? So that's my action. I still have movement. Yeah. 
So I'm going to kind of look at, uh, you're not going to let me have that, are you? And I'm just going to run. 25 feet. Okay. He's going to attack oh, you. Oh, yeah. Fuck. What's your AC? Uh, armor? 12. 12? Yeah, he Does hits, it yeah. work with um, the thing flanking him, though? Can he do attack of opportunities with the spirit weapon flanking him? Fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you take... Um, 13 damage. All right. As it feels as though, like, his larger size has literally given him greater strength as he So I'm going to say, with this I don't run hammer. 25 feet. I get fucking flung 25 feet. Nice. <laughs> he baseball bats you away. Awesome. Okay. So you're 25 feet away from him. Is there anything else you'd like to do? I'm going to kind of look at my uh, naked body. My, uh, this isn't good. And uh, kind of look at my arm and be like, hmm. Think it might be time. And then end my turn. Okay, awesome. Tyler, you are up well, as you see your friend get flung I across the cage. I wish it was my turn. Almost. Because that was just a reaction uh, opportunity attack. Or, oh. Unless you're saying the Durgar is Shit, just uh, taking a chill break. You know, he's going to. Never mind. It is the Durgar's turn, but he does something interesting as he laughs <laughs> and fades from existence. And now, for the initially, you hear uh, the footsteps, but then the footsteps kind of fade as if he's trying to be quiet and is now invisible. No, I don't. Now I don't think turn. my crow's going to do anything now. <laughs> Uh, shit. Uh, shit. Shit, shit, shit. Uh, I guess, uh, I'm gonna, uh, just say the, the shout, fucking A! As I cast, uh, healing word on, uh, Magdor, if I could, please. Uh, it's just got yes. vocal, right? Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That does not seem overly, like, healy. <laughs> it's just I mean, yelling. Sound the word, so. uh, fucking A, uh, which is a 1d4 yeah. plus uh, an 4. So... Forgive me, I should... I... Give me a 5. You got a 5. <laughs> <laughs> which is, ironically, the worst thing I could do. And, uh... No, I, I I don't think there's much I can do without going like even deeper into bullshittery. But at that point, I think it would be suspicious. Uh, I, um, you could attempt if you wanted for free to to see if you can feel out where he is because you still have your spiritual weapon that can true, true. Uh, I'm gonna have that. Uh, well, I mean, hands are in the pockets and everything. Uh, spiritual weapon is going to try to suss out and. Uh, Go where the uh, the footsteps end and take a swipe at him. I'm assuming with disadvantage. Uh, so what I'll have you do to determine the disadvantage or not uh, is going to be uh, roll a perception check for yourself. Okay. <clears throat> It'll be against the stealth that he okay. rolled. My perception's a plus one, so I got a three. Okay. Uh, you think you know where he is? You see oh, some yeah. of the footsteps for sure. in the dirt. He's, he's right uh, there. Yeah. 
He's right there. Uh, and so you can roll. It will oh, be yeah. with disadvantage. Uh, I'm going to have it move uh, 15 feet to uh, give it itself, uh, hopefully, between what I think is between uh, Magdor and this creature. And I'm going to swing with uh, disadvantage. Well, that sucks, because uh, if I had regular advantage, it would have been a crit. But uh, since it was uh, disadvantage, it was a 12. 12? Um, just, you see, what it is, is you you saw the footprints. Um, and then, because you're paying attention to where they are, uh, you thought you knew where he was, but apparently you almost hit him in a different part of the arc of the swing of the weapon. So you have an idea of where he was, but he was not quite where you thought he was. So it almost hit him. Um, and you're still not quite sure where he is, but you have a better idea now. Um, he's moved kind of to the side a little bit. It looks like he was trying to wrap around your friend Magdor's okay. backside. That's it for me then. <clears throat> Alrighty, Magdor, your turn. Uh, so for Blessings of the Forge, is that an action, full action? I believe so. I don't right. know. Um. So I would. All right. So let me let me tell you what I want to do, and you can tell me if I can't do this. I want to bless my arm as a club, or not as a club, but as a unarmed attack. And um, okay. And then spin. I just want to hold my arm out and just fucking spin. Just want to Garen <laughs> spin the win. Oh, yeah, Blessing of the Ford is at the end of a long rest. You can't do that oh, in you can't? combat. All right. Yeah, at the end of a long rest, you can touch a magical object to do All right, so I'm going yeah. to then, instead, the ground is made of dirt, right? <clears throat> yeah, it's kind of like stonish, but it's got a lot all of right. dust all over it. I'm going it, yeah. to kind of scoop it up with my iron arm, like, like a shovel, and mm -hmm. throw it in a circle in front of me, like a cone in front of me. Not for damage, just okay. for uh, sight. Yeah, you're trying to suss out where he is. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check with advantage. 23. Yeah, you landed on him. Um, now, when you attack him, you'll no longer have disadvantage, but he'll have a little bit of, he'll have like half. So he'll have a little bonus to AC is all it is, because you still can't make out like details of his person, but you know effectively where he is, the general area. So no disadvantage, just a little bit of cover for him effectively because of the- And throwing that dirt, is that my action? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 that's not all an right. action. So I'm going <laughs> to then go to where he's at because I can make out a, a, like a dust. Yeah, he was off to your right as you. Yeah, you threw it in the dust area, and you saw that he was off to your right a little bit. So you can go towards him if you want. He's only and about I'm ten feet away. Bitch, slap him with the claw. <laughs> it's effectively a club. So, um, your your yeah. your arm. Now, the only thing you know as the person that made this, because it's got more fine parts, you risk right. breaking it if you use it as a club. Um, so you can do an unarmed strike, and that won't risk it because you'll be using it the way it was intended, as a fist. Or you can use it as a club, deal more damage, and risk breaking it. Let me see here. Um, <clears throat> what's unarmed damage? It's one plus your strength okay. modifier, and a club would be 1d6 plus right, strength. I'm going to do it as a club and risk breaking it. Okay. So you are proficient with clubs. Um, basically, there's going to be a 25% chance of it breaking if okay. you hit. Um, so we'll decide on a number range, and then we'll have we'll roll for it if you. All right, hit. So I'm going to. Sorry, I was just adding it. 
I'm going to... Because it's pretty stout, but it's a, uh, you know... Roll a seven. You roll the seven to uh, hit? You're 1d4. I don't think it'll help, but... Yeah. <clears throat> 1d4. Can I use that more than once? Oh, I'm yeah, gonna use it, it again. That's a... Yeah, it lasts for like a oh, minute, yeah. right? Oh, well, I'm going to use it every time then. Plus four. Oh, yeah. 11. So you got an yep. 11 to hit? That oh, hits. Oh, yeah. For seven damage. Bless is useful, guys. <laughs> yeah, bless. Woo. For seven damage. <laughs> and then I'm going All to right. roll another 1d4. And if I roll a one, it'll break. Okay. Okay. I rolled another four. All right. Yeah. All right. So yeah, it holds up as you like basically just backhand him with your giant metal arm, um, invisible. Uh, so you hear him kind of taken aback and be surprised. Oh, oh. Uh, anything else you'd like to do? Mm, no, that'll be it. All right. And now it's his turn as he uh, uninvisibles uh, as he swings at you. <laughs> so we will have advantage from being previously, oh no, no, you knew where he was. I'll just give him the same bonus that he had to cover. Um, so, whee! Oh, why am I rolling two? Just one. Um, yeah, I rolled really high. Um, just a single, so it's like a 25 to hit. Just yeah. a 25 no, that misses. It. That misses, it's fine. <laughs> just a 25, no big deal. Um, for, how many hit points do you have left? Six. Oh, great. You'll be totally fine. You take, um, 16 oh, yeah. damage. Oh, yeah. That's fine. As he just clocks you again, um, and that's the end of his turn as he is no longer invisible. He's got dust on him, and he wipes it out of his eyes, and he says, Coward! Um, and now it is your turn. Cool. Next. Cool. Uh, can I, I guess can the... I s- s- <laughs> No, no, never mind. I'll wait till my turn. That's okay. What do you got? I was gonna say, Coward, you're the one who was hiding behind all that shimmery shit. Fair point. Uh, how far away is the uh, beautiful 2.0 from uh, this Durgar? Only like 10 feet. It seems as though like the arc of the swing nearly hit him before, and then he moved a little further away, so it's oh. only like 10 feet away. Uh, then for, <clears throat> first off, I'm going to have him swing with that again uh, for a... Uh... Now, the big question is... And I think it's going to hit either way, but uh, you said before, if it's flanking a Durgar and the player, does it have advantage? It has advantage. It can't give advantage. So, yes, its attack will have advantage, but it doesn't give Magdor okay. advantage. I mean, uh, normally it would have been a 13, but with advantage, it's a 16. Definitely hits. And uh, that's going to hit Love for it. another five uh, force damage. Nice. Another solid bonk on the back of okay. his head. Uh, I'm going to shout. <laughs> Durgar, take him down. He's almost dead. As I uh, shout healing word at Magdor. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to tr- try to uh, heal my boy up. Don't say another five again, Glenn, because otherwise, okay, I rolled the two for a total of uh, six health. And, uh,. Like, I got beads of sweat. Uh, to me, it looks like Magdor is getting <laughs> clobbered. Uh, True. So this is technically uh, Magdor's turn. Like, it, basically, it looks like uh, Magdor has, like, extra attacks against this guy. I'm good. All right. Is that your turn, then? Yes. 
Alright. So this guy is taller than me, so I'm just gonna look at my fist. Oh yeah. And I'm gonna play dirty. I'm just gonna punch straight up his legs. Yeah! And uh, club him. Club him Do right it. in the nads. Right in the diamonds. Get the nads. And I still... I guess. And I... Ooh, my freaking beans! And I am going to use my inspiration <laughs> point for this one. Okay. I love it. Oh, ho, 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 ho. It was an 18 to hit. Did you crit? 24 crit uh, with inspiration. With inspiration, oh, yeah. you crit? All right. Yes, yeah, so uh, roll the damage. For 10 damage. Uh, how do you kill him, punching him in the oh, balls? Oh, they just fucking explode. <laughs> they explode and he's he in his bleeding profusely yeah. as he sh Yeah, he starts to shrink as he's holding it. He drops the warhammer and falls to the ground, coughing up blood, and he bleeds oh. out through his but balls. But before he dies, we gotta play by the rules and see if that busts my arm. Which oh, it yes, does. we do. I rolled a one. It busted it my arm. That right. crit, it broke so everything. So it's gonna take you. Yeah, we'll say we'll say what it is. Is all it's gonna mean is that you need to spend five days using your blessing okay. to fix it, uh, because of the amount of repair. It's different to create than it is to yeah. repair, and you you know you would know that, and we all know that. <laughs> so fixing it, you know, making a base is easier than putting a broken base back together, unless you want to just trash this and make. We'll a see. New we'll one. see. We'll talk about it. Okay, so yeah, making it, repairing this will take a little bit of time, um, but it's up to you as the fight ends and the guy screams and the crowd roars and the, the woman behind, beside you knocks, shakes her shoulder and she's like, you won! You're going to get a bunch of coin, my girl. You have to take me oh, out for a drink. Oh, I lost everything. <laughs> Didn't you bet on the dwarf? Yeah, the big one. Did you really bet oh. on the Duraguard? <laughs> oh, okay, good. Uh, and she goes, Huh, I thought I saw you. Oh, well, I'm sorry, dear. Maybe I should buy you a drink. The 20 gold one if you could. And then she just joins in with the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're cheering with the crowd. Um, and the, the guards come in and kind of pull away the, the corpse of the Duragar, Um, And they hand you the Warhammer and they say, Keep it as a souvenir. Go in your cell and your stuff will be there and we'll escort you out. And they bring you into the cell, um, you're able to put your stuff back on and they lead you back out front. Um, and you're kind of greeted by the public as a little bit of a, almost revered, like they respect you more, despite the fact that you're put in here as a <laughs> criminal. <laughs> um, uh, what do you do when you see Magdor come out? Uh, I <laughs> pay five silver and I grab a beer and I hand it to him and say, this one's on me, buddy, you did great. Screw it, <laughs> as I make solid eye contact with this lady. <laughs> awesome. But yeah, you have to go collect uh, your which money. Which I will. Because they have a payout I'll, area. Like, uh, if it takes them enough time to get all his stuff back and don his armor, I figured I'll go uh, do a collect uh, payout. Love it. Yeah, you're able to collect your stuff before okay. he gets out. And Absolutely. So you have 80 gold uh, how now. Does that, is that 80 Luskin gold? Yeah, they give you all Luskin. There's a, there's a few other coins. You know, it's like when you buy a bunch of quarters every once in a while, you get a Canadian uh, one in there. So you you have some other gold pieces in there, but like probably ninety percent of them are Luskin gold. And, uh, and I'm I'll... gonna take. Go ahead. Sorry. 
I was gonna say I'm gonna take the ale that Nox handed me and kind of look him say, "Thanks for the help," and then down the ale. That's it. Awesome. And uh, as you are reveling in the fact that you are not dead, in fact, and have come out quite ahead with coinage, um, somebody walks up to you um, and says, congratulations, and reaches for like a, like a, it's one of the guards. Uh, he tries to give you like a hearty, like handshake. I'll return it. <laughs> oh, that, that was a fun yeah. fight. Yeah, and you feel a cool the coolness of a coin in your hand, and he pulls you in close and he says, Meet a clear light. They want the scroll, or your friend dies. And then he comes back and he says, Well done, and in your hand, uh, you now see a coin with a symbol of Time Mora on it. Oh, man. Um, and that is where we'll call it. Nice. <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna look over at Nox, but, well, Volstead, sorry. <laughs> I I personally thought it was going to be the three-headed coin of the friends to show that he legit legitimately had him. Uh, but you know, this this looks even more ominous. I like it. Uh, you can find me. You can find me on Twitter at two times Tyler. You can find me on Twitter at lr the eleventh. Knox is just based on the real Nick. <laughs> and uh, where can we you can find, find you, me Glenn? at Zigzagoon. Oh. Yep. Okay. You can find me, Glenn Houston. Uh, we are a part of Casual Master Quest, a podcast network dedicated to giving you the video game news and tropes you deserve. You can find the show everywhere you can Google and on Twitter at CM or sorry CQM. No, CMQ. CMQ. I'm sorry. We changed our name. It was a big thing. You can find us on Twitter at <laughs> CMQ Network. All one word. CMQ Network. Uh, where we're uh, doing a very rapid expansion. That was not Nick. Uh, he's apparently kidnapped. That was Brandon, My Hero Academia, blowing his arm off for the victory. That was Glenn uh, setting up ominous plots in the background. And this was Tyler vagrantly cheating so he can get more money and we'll see you next week with another session <laughs> of casual quest masters and don't forget to never stop the quest bye 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 <laughs>